Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Giant. I watched the second half of Giant. And this is the other half. Ethan. Yo. Have you seen a movie with James Dean in it? Yes. Other than Giant. Yes. Oh. Rebel oh. Without a Cause. I've never seen Rebel Without a Cause. Okay. Is it good? It is good. That's a good movie. Yeah? How do you like James Dean? We're, do, we're recording this because uh, James that's Dean thing. died uh, today <laughs> many years ago. Many years ago. At the, at the very young age and, of... Uh, and we're just... Sometimes you're trying to pick movies. You just got to find someone dying. Out. Yeah. I don't know how you found that. How did you find... Did you type in like famous celebrity deaths he, or he something? He died at the age of 20... He's 25. Four. Oh, 24. Either yeah. way... Still a very, very young, young age. Too young. Uh, too young. Because not only too young because he was young. Too young because he... I'm just going to I'm just gonna give away the goat. I loved this movie. I think this was probably oh, really? one of my favorite movies we've seen for the podcast. And he was incredible in it. I loved him. This, um, this movie to me was a big old snooze. Really? <laughs> I did not like it. Oh, no. Well, hopefully my setup will give you I will some say, form. Missing, your... missing literally an hour and 30 minutes of a movie of setup... <laughs> It's a little hard to come back from that. It's it's hard to relate to these characters and yeah, understand where they're coming from. I don't know. Maybe it's for me, I just don't give a shit about this rich family. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But that's not really the point because there there are two rich people in the movie, yeah. Leslie and Bick. But Wait, uh, who's Leslie again? Leslie's the girl, the lady. His wife? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So okay. she comes from a rich family in the east. Okay. And he comes from a rich family in Texas, right? Okay. But what this is really about is showing how rich people are fucking monsters and how even when they try to do good things, they end up doing them uh, poorly or mm. they don't completely understand the situation that other people are in, you know, because they've lived in these sheltered lives. And also how people, and this is something, we're, this is what I was so in love with, and enamored by in this movie it's like this was made in 56 i yeah. think right this is made like super long ago and it still feels so modern because really what the movie's about in its heart is like generational wealth and how people can be wealthy and have power for literally doing nothing for literally right. being born and not only how that contorts the individual uh-huh and how it's contorted this country as a whole mm -hmm. but also and it also contorts our understanding of like success and it, it, it and it contorts our it, it contorts their concept of how they attained it, you know, okay. and how they hold on to it. That's I mean, what I love about this. I movie. agree that it is about that. Yeah. But that's not particularly interesting if you don't like the characters. I don't like the characters and also the fact that the movie is long. <laughs> but it has to be, because you have to see you really, how this happens. Uh, I don't know. I, okay. I don't know if it has to be this long. Mm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the scenes, there's many scenes that didn't add up to anything, and I felt like they could have been cut. Okay. I felt like they didn't even give a character any sort of thing to do or anything uh -huh. to say. That was that really built their character out. I already kind of got the gist of it from just the main characters talking to each other, and right. I could almost like pinpoint the plot points that actually mattered to the actual well, then plot. That's great because I don't want the movie is like three and a half hours long. It's so long. I watched one hour, 40 minutes. It is. I think it is. No. Well, Nymphomaniac technically was the longest that's movie. That's true. I guess. Cause we watched it. I think, movies. but, uh, 
I, I love these kinds. I love big sprawling epics about people starting young and, and opportunistic and, and full of like vim and optimism. And then them just becoming like corrupted and destroyed as they get older. And they potentially s- again, because I watched the second half, I didn't see the vim and vigor. I just saw yeah, them being old, old and lame. And, and I'm like, cause this okay. is like this gone with the wind citizen kane like you don't really see now this is like television like you usually see television done this way movies you hardly ever see this would be a great miniseries it was four episodes i would love to see a giant miniseries uh i yeah i was i was so impressed with this film um but yeah this is just like i i'm I'm, i love this kind of thing because i just love seeing the process of these people and and seeing oh, the other thing I was impressed with is literally everyone's acting is so fucking good. Mm. Wh- who didn't you like? A lot of the side, almost everyone in the side characters oh, okay. was pretty bad. All right, some of the side characters. Every pretty pretty, bad. pretty every extra that only had a couple lines was basically a caricature. I'm pretty sure every and extra just, was also like filmed, like they were just casted in Texas, you know? Probably, yeah. and they also recorded it inside, so a lot oh, of the yeah. audio was awful. <laughs> oh my god, I half this movie I was like. Seriously, you're outside. Why is there an echo? You're in a ranch. And that's obviously a minor picky thing. But for the old days, yeah. For the old days. But like, it just. There needs to be some kind of high res, like high definition transfer of this movie. Like, you can't get rid of echoes, though. I know. But no even way. just visually, the movie suffers from the fact that it's so old. Yeah, like, I kind of like the way it looks. Like, I, mean, I that, like how it's shot, but I, I, I have an issue with this, like, you know, this is they really need to go in and like update like the look of the film because like you, the film grain is getting in the way of the picture. Yeah, that's fair. And then also like, this is obviously a thing that really bothers me. I can always tell when, a, when a frame, we're getting our, our, uh, our very, little out we're of the getting way. very nitpicky right now, but right yes, at the beginning, continue. we're starting with the nitpicks. I can always tell when a, when a, when a frame is going to transition to another one, because you know, you see a shot and then you cut to something else and then you come back to the shot that you've already seen, but all of the like shadows are super black and like the contrast yes. is all wrong. Yeah. And you know, that's going to be, you know, the, the dissolve from this to another. And it's like, ev- like that's most of the movie because this movie's composed of a lot of long takes, you know? So yeah. you'll have like long sweeping shots where you're just like waiting for the transition to happen. Anyway, though, that's really my biggest issue with the film. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I loved Leslie. Uh, what's her name? The the actor. She was in. Um, oh my god! Now, you ask, now you're asking the real questions I didn't write down. Okay. Well, we'll just. Okay. We got Leslie, who's mm-hmm. played by. Uh, fucking Christ! What's her name? She's played by Jesus. She's played by Je- Jesus wild. Christ himself. That was his, that was a miracle. No <laughs> wonder they said giant because they got a giant cast member there. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Yes. Elizabeth Taylor. You've got Rock Hudson as Bick. Yes. And you've got James Dean. As Jet. Jet. And what great characters. What incredible fucking characters. Movie starts out with Bick. And Bick is this, like, rough fucking Texan motherfucker who, like, grew up on a ranch and owns all his property because his dad owned all the property because his grandpa owned all the property. Uh, and you learn how he owned that, owned that property because it's a Texas. Americans don't own property in Texas. Yeah. You know, they were... they took that property mm-hmm. and so he is trying to buy a horse named war winds um that's the only reason he's he's traveling to the east uh near like washington dc he's traveling and while he's there to buy war winds he sees leslie elizabeth mm-hmm. taylor riding war winds on the horse and war winds is supposedly is he like, like two for one deal can i get both the horse well, and, and the lady yeah he's looking yeah. at the horse at the lady he's looking at, at at elizabeth taylor and he's like what a beautiful animal you know 
Yeah, so that's fair. Already, we're like, Bick's a bad guy. Bick ain't a good person, you uh-huh. know. And but all this is so subtle at the beginning, at first, you know. And then you and then you get to learn uh, more about Elizabeth Taylor and how she grew up in this like super lavish like um, Eastern style home. She has like a butler who never says anything and is a black guy. And you know, mm-hmm. so you you're already starting to have this understanding of like what life is like for her and how everything is is done there. And then she also is to be married to a British like for like guy. I don't know exactly who he is, but she's to be married to this guy. But then once Bick comes in, she's like obsessed with him because it's like he owns all this land and he's so gorgeous and he's from Texas, mm-hmm. this place that I've he's never rich, been. Blah, 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 yeah. He's rich as well, and he's just like a handsome looking guy. Yeah. And so she spends all night reading about Texas and learning all about it, and then. There's this great moment. At first, I was like, okay, so because you learn a bit about Bic, a Bic, and he seems sort of like quiet and almost sort of shy about how much money and, and land he has. And I think it's this sort of like southern sense of like, you know, you don't want anybody to know how much money you have. You know, right. it's kind of rude to talk about money. It's rude to talk about money, but I just have a giant ass but estate. I, I just have all this shit. Yeah. Uh, I clearly don't have a lot of money. So I thought he was going to be like a shy, quiet dude. But then she's like, so we really stole Texas from the Mexicans, didn't we? She says to him straight face. And he goes, you're not you're not gonna shit talk Texas to me. Like he gets so fucking angry. He gets he gets really fucking pissed. And she's like, I'm literally just talking about history. Like I'm not even this isn't an opinion. Yeah. yeah. You know, we literally took this land from the Mexicans uh-huh. and he gets very upset about all this. This is like their second or third meeting and Already she's like upsetting him and everything's being destroyed. And I'm just like, okay, well, this isn't going to work out between these two. But for some reason, there's this like chemistry, this this like thing between the mm-hmm. two of them. And they end up falling in love and getting married on the spot. Okay. And then so very quickly, then. very quick marriage. They do not know each other. Got it. That's what I want to establish. And then they arrive in Texas. Everything's so new to her and different. And uh, he introduces Leslie to his sister luz luz i think her name is luz yeah luz well there's a they have a kid named luz yes so uh, luz. it was very confusing yeah so i wonder what happens to luz it was very confusing for me Why? i'm gonna admit this because i didn't know there were three kids there are three kids i thought there was two yeah, yeah there's because they the, honestly the two the two ladies the two daughters look very similar to me oh <laughs> <laughs> and they don't mention their names very often because they've already been established. And the so. other one is Dennis Hopper, I think. Yeah, Dennis <laughs> Hopper is the little boy. The boy, or the yeah. boy I guess he's the adult. son. Yeah. Um, and so, so Luz is his sister, and she is. I loved her as a character. She talks out of the side of her mouth, the gritted teeth, and it's clear that she's. No one's ever said she's beautiful, or yeah, you yeah. know. And she's had just this rough life, and clearly, like her father always wanted her to be a boy. I loved her in my half. Yeah, she's in your she's half. She's definitely in my wonder half. Wonder what happens to her. I wonder what happens. She's just such a great character, which is, makes it so surprising when she fucking dies unceremoniously. Yeah. And so immediately, there's this like battle between her and Leslie. Uh, they don't. Re- uh, she feels like Leslie's taking over the ranch and leslie's like i'm not trying to take over anything but you need to step back because like i'm married to your son you yeah, know? Yeah. or i mean your brother i mean we are also introduced to what's jet jet yeah. works on the farm bick hates jet yeah bick never liked jet jet is this sort of like too cool for school guy he his family is also rich and owns a lot of farmland but he didn't want any of that he he's more interested in earning what he has essentially jet. he wants to work hard for it jet does um okay. so he works on the farm he's good friends with luz um luz is basically always like is he she's like you know jet ignore my brother ignore bick he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about 
And also, when they arrive in Texas, Leslie starts to realize that there is a clear divide, class divide and racial divide between the owners of the ranch Uh and the Mexicans who work there and live there as well. Mm -hmm. And she's aware of she she becomes more and more aware of like the discrepancy, the fact that like, you know, they're really only used for like work and the fact that like, you know, uh, Luz and uh, uh, Bick not only are just like horribly racist like they they barely talk about like the mexicans as like human beings you know they uh they they always say that they're lazy and stupid Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um there's also this sense of like you know they only they they learn their language just enough so that they can get what they need out of them and they barely pay them enough you know it's it's, of course it's It's just the same nothing changes right exactly it's it's right they even bring up the whole migrant thing like later in the in the film as well like all of this stuff in a movie that came out in the like mid to late fifties, like yeah. I'm honestly shocked. Uh, that's the other thing about this movie; it clearly suffers from like a white savior narrative. But for s- sure. But at the same time, this was made in the early. I know 50s. you could you could forgive a lot of it and being like, okay, this movie has a lot going for it, even if the message is slightly off center. Yeah, not quite right, but but the fact that it came out in the fifties, almost seventy years ago, which makes every white savior narrative that has come afterward even more like shitty yeah. the fact that we haven't found a better way to tell this story yeah. in 70 years uh it's insane well you know even then people the people who are making all these movies were still white yeah exactly that's you true know? and they had the, the immigrants working on the gaffers and stuff like that <laughs> that's exactly the right. lighting rig yeah right green book Anyway, so uh, you have uh, all this. All this is happening, and um, uh, there's. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm basically telling you the story as I remember it. I wrote all this down, but like I, I watched my half twice because I was so enamored. Mm-hmm. Like I tried taking notes. That's wild. I'd I, watch mine over two two different days. <laughs> I was. I was so in love with it. The first time I watched it, I, I had to put down the notes and just watch it because I was so like taken aback by the story and characters, uh-huh. and then. The second time I watched it, I was like, I, I, I was impressed by how, because I, I was like, okay, I already watched this movie. I watched an hour and 40 minutes. I'm just going to skip through it and try to, like, get through it as quickly as possible. And I couldn't. I was so gripped by the story and the way it was told. Like, I had to just, I, I, I couldn't even fast forward. I was just enamored by everything. So, anyway. Um, oh, one thing that uh, that Bick says to her is, like, we don't behave whenever, whenever Leslie's treating Mexicans like neighborly oh, whenever oh. leslie treats mexicans neighborly uh leslie or uh, uh, a big says we don't behave like that making a fuss over those people you're a texan now he says and i'm like well not much has changed anyway um all this has happened uh leslie wakes one morning realizes bick is uh, attached to oh so then we get a sense of this idea that leslie is uh you know she's she's very you know gung-ho about you know being taken seriously on the ranch one day she faints due to the heat and exhaustion and sort of overwhelmed by everything but the next day she wakes up super early and she's like i am you know I, i'm never gonna faint again i will never faint on this ranch for as long as i live i uh, you know she 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 does everything great she's determined she's determined and so uh she goes out to a uh, cattle rustle with uh or cattle like basically get a, a, obtain all of the cattle and brand them hurting 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 the cattle hurting and the cattle. brand them Got exactly it. uh she is, she wants to do that with bick and um bick is like no that's ladies that's well, men's he's like, work if you want to okay. that's fine right. but the person that does who does object is um luz 
Okay. Uh, she's like, you're not, you shouldn't, you know, that's not a woman's place, even though she's a woman and she does it. Yeah. And she's also like, also, Leslie takes Warhorse. Now, this is this is one of my other favorite moments. We know, and Bick knows, that Leslie has ridden Warhorse since she was a girl. Mm-hmm. But no one else is allowed to ride Warhorse because Warhorse is dangerous. No, Warhorse. Uh, uh, War wins. The horse is yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, I get your job out. Plus, doesn't know that. And uh-huh. so she thinks that Leslie's going to break her neck. But when she doesn't, Les is like, I'm going to fucking ride that horse. I'll show them oh. that I'm a better rider. Oh, no. And that's why she dies. Uh, it's because she... She gets bucked off? She gets bucked off and, like, dies. Trampled. Like, yeah, trampled. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Horse stuff. Horse stuff. Yeah, horse accidents. Uh, just also, horsing around and getting a little too far. Just horsing around yeah. and getting a little into it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I love is there's... I love I love all the, like, m- metaphorical stuff. Like, how you see the cattle being branded and how it's, like, being you know, like there's there's this whole sense of like, you know, ownership of land and of people. Like it's mm-hmm. all about owning things. And then there's this great line because he mentions how like you know there used to be cows here, bulls here, oxen, but then they would get oxen from Europe and and have them breed with the oxen here to make superior oxen. Right, right. The idea of like, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds like mixing. Well, it also sounds like this idea of like breeding. In order to, you know, like breeding for superior blood and stuff like that. I, you know? t- in my mind, see, I take that as a metaphor of like, you know, you get superior oxen, you have to mix races. Oh, see, okay, yeah. And I, I think that's honestly a better metaphor for what happens later. Okay, I'm curious to see um, what I'm so I'm I think about it's like that. you get a superior person if you're actually not a piece of shit. And, if like, you're not a piece people. of shit. And yeah, and like breeding down the line. Exactly. Uh, but I think, so I think it's two things. I think that is accurate, but I think the fact that. Bick even cares about that kind of thing in the first place. Like he's he's he he cares. He puts so much stock eh, into <laughs> his genetic uh, genetic, genetic stuff yeah. is like important, and it it, it, sh- it shows a lot. Uh, so then, Jed arrives to take Leslie back to the the farm, and as he does this, he starts to Leslie's like, "Oh, I love my husband. My husband's so great." And Jed's like, "You know, your husband's grandpa's grandpa." swindled mexicans out of their like lands like you know mm-hmm. this isn't some sort of like these are better people my parents even did it you know and so leslie's like oh well you know that doesn't make any so like she's already starting to sort of see the cracks and this sort of idea of like entrepreneurship it's bad maybe they should give it back but you won't but you won't you won't no. you don't keep that well that's the other thing is like i don't know how it ends but leslie really doesn't have any sort of actual claim over anything it's really all about bick and so she has to sort of get Bick to see the error of his ways, which nobody can because Bick is the other thing I love about Bick. Uh, is he thick? He's thick headed. He's the thick headed. Yeah. Rock Hudson plays this fucking guy so well as like the biggest, stupidest child in the world. Like I, he's I love stubborn it. Stubborn as hell. He's stubborn, childish. Like yeah. he, he's always just throwing his arms up in the air and like, Ugh, he's like always upset about it's everything. Pure ego. I love it. I fucking love it. He, he, he plays it so well. Um, and this is a great moment too because Jet takes Leslie to like the like shanty towns essentially, like where mm-hmm. the Mexicans are living in ruins. And you know, she met this guy Angel earlier who like oversees everything. His wife and kids are all like dying and like sick. And she's like, "What the fuck? This is awful! Like their mm-hmm. living conditions are so terrible." And so. She returns home after all this is going on. And it's great because Jet, I think, did this. Because at first I'm like, oh, Jet's like a cool guy. He's progressive. But then you realize, no, he's not. He's actually, I think what he was trying to do is he was trying to show how shitty her husband is. And by doing so, actually revealed how shitty 
just being a rich person is mm-hmm. to like the people that you take advantage of, yeah. you know, in order to make your, your wares. And so Leslie returns home. Everyone's upset. Like Leslie, where the fuck were you? You know, especially Bick. Bick's like, Luz is dead. Like Luz, Luz rode the horse. Also, you see a uh, war winds arrive back at the house. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. I want you to remember that. Uh, Luz is dead. And Leslie's like, Bick, I'm so sorry that Luz died, but there are these Mexican kids that really need help, medical help, and the doctor's here. I want the doctor to go, like, take care of those kids. Right. And Bick's like, no. Like, th- there are there are doctors. And, and Leslie's like, you mean, like, we own the doctors? And he's like, no, the Mexicans have their doctors. They have their way, and these are ours. And so Leslie's like, there, there's a child back there, and I want to make sure that child's okay. So she takes the doctor back there. The kid is fine. And then... And the movie kind of goes with, like, segregation... Even though there is no, I don't think there is like obviously any Jim Crow laws for no. for Mexicans, but that still happens with other races, even if they're not black. Like it's still showing that like there's still, even if there is no official, not my person, they just won't serve them. Or whatever. Yes, exactly. Well, especially Which, with this idea of like, and this is what's so brilliant because I think the movie takes place in the twenties, and it's so brilliant because it's like this land was not owned by these white people, mm-hmm. you know, three generations ago you know mm-hmm. and I, was I thought it was modern day like 50s. i don't think so. i mean i don't think it's so. very hard to tell because i saw a very modern ass looking well like, maybe that's later truck. in the movie oh that's a good point you're so right so the movie right, i think the movie does but time changes that's duh. why it's so good that it's so long because you see these characters go from young to like old and you realize how young this country is mm-hmm. and how we are still stuck in the same backwards racist thinking we were all the way back then thinking that you know, it's just always been this way, you yeah. know? Like, I love this, you know, mm-hmm. this idea of, like, these people, this is their land, essentially, and we took it from them, and now we're treating them like second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Leslie returns home after the baby and everything is taken care of, and she's like, baby's fine, and Bix like, I feel all better now. And Leslie's like, where's Warwinds? And Bix like, I shot Warwinds. <laughs> And then Leslie's like, what? My horse? Why'd you shoot my horse? And she go, and he goes, oh, he broke his leg. You know, I figured I should do that. And I'm like, Warwinds did break a leg. He just fucking shot that horse because he's a fucking monster child man, you know? Yeah. Like, he, was, he feels better now that he shot the horse. Also, one thing I huh. forgot okay. is earlier on. It's not like a dog or it's not like a rabid, like, bear or something that, like, kills a person, you yeah. know? It's like an accident horse scary thing that just happens. But before, I, for, I totally forgot this part. Before, when Luz dies, the minute Luz dies, Bick says, I shouldn't have bought that horse. If I hadn't bought the horse, Luz would be okay. And then Leslie's like, dude, you can't blame yourself. And I'm like, I don't think he's blaming himself. I think he's blaming her. If it wasn't for her, he wouldn't have bought the the horse and his wife would still be okay. Yeah. Like, he's constantly shifting blame, you yeah, know? It's true. And he's, and he's always trying to find a reason for people to be bad. So now, Luz is dead. There's a big funeral. And the problem is, is Jet, he's probably going to get fucking fired now because Luz was the only person, like, looking out for him. And so Bick and everyone else is like, look, Luz in the will left a spot of land for him. But I think what we should do is we shouldn't give him the land. Everyone is telling Bick, like, let's instead give Jet uh, twice the value uh, in money for the land, okay. you know? And so they're they're like fine. So then they go tell Jet, and Jet's this cool fucking cool as a cucumber dude. Like he's like whatever. he's the James Dean he's man, James Dean bro. And so they're like, look, Jet, you know we're gonna give you all this money, and it'll be great. And he's like, is that what like Luz wanted? 
and then they're like, no, you know, Les wanted to give you the land, but you know, we're gonna give you this money. This this, this is a lot of money. They even put it put it on the table. Mm-hmm. And this scene's so great because it's clear that like James Dean was playing this character. I read that he pissed off Rock Hudson. Like Rock Hudson didn't like uh, the guy who plays Bick didn't uh-huh. like James Dean, and it's obvious in this scene. James Dean has the line that everyone's waiting for, which is like, yeah, no, I don't think I'm gonna take that money, but he lets him wait. He just he 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 just sits there in silence, and all these actors, including Rock, are just like, so that's a lot of that's a lot of money, like trying to like lead him mm-hmm. on to like getting the scene done, and he's just sitting there like chill, and it's so it's such a great scene, huh? And then he's like, I'm not gonna take the money, I'm gonna keep the land, and then right after that, you hear one of the richer people say like, land is worth more than money, mm-hmm. like it's it's established that like it does, like just owning land is way better, yeah. Uh, so then. After all that, he leaves. He's ha- he has the land. Leslie talks to a guy named Uncle Bolly. And Uncle Bolly, this is one of my other favorite lines in the movie. Uncle Bolly says, you know, we you need to see our country. There's this constant mention of how Texas is a different kind of country. It's different than any other place in the, huh. in the Union. Yeah, they always say that. They always say that. That never changes either. <laughs> and he says, you know, you know, you got you to take a look at our country. And then he's like, you know, 25 years from now, you're going to feel about texas like i do and she goes 25 years i'll be 50 by then i don't think i'll care very much about texas and he says you'll care about it because you would have been a part of it and i'm like that's fucking brilliant right there Mm. fucking great shit that's why this movie's so long is because you see how she's become a part of and entrenched in this culture of texas and how it you know it's and and this idea of like you the 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 longer you stay in a place the more you become part of it and it becomes part of you you know and you have to look back at the decisions you made and see how it is it will affect the future great shit leslie tries to talk politics with the guys but they ignore her and this is another thing i feel like sexism uh is is so poorly handled in, in a lot of ways. Like it's always so like over the top and emotional. Mm-hmm. This is so great because she tries talking with the boys and they're like, this is politics. This isn't girl talk. And then she's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I, 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 I want to be part of this whole like group. Women couldn't vote then. Could they? I don't, I don't remember when women. Just ever I, I mean, it was twenties. I really don't know. I don't know. It was around that time though. And so, but it's just like talking. And so she's like, what is, why, why am I not allowed a part of this? And then they're like, Leslie, do you want a cup of coffee? And she goes, no, I want to talk to you guys. And then the women. Wait, yeah. You uh, it was up. like 1919. Okay. So, so pretty she, soon. Could, she could probably vote. Just started. Point. So clearly. So she could be a part of it. it. Yeah, yeah. And also she says, like, I was raised in, like, the heart of, like, the government. I understand politics. Like, I, I was raised in Washington, D.C., you know. Mm. And so they're, they they keep undermining her, but very subtly. It's always like, do you want some coffee? Do you want to go to bed? You're tired. Yeah. And then all of the women start going like, Leslie, do you want to go to the kitchen and get some coffee? You know. And it's this great thing of like, like sexism. At least in my experience, the way I've seen it, it's like people are always undermining and and trying to stay calm about it and trying to make you know like them like women feel like they're you know make them feel uncomfortable and make them feel uncomfortable for standing up for themselves. Yeah. You know. And that's. This movie fucking was made in the like mid fifties, and it's like we're seeing like we're seeing this, you know, like this. Mm-hmm. It feels real, like, and then you see how awkward everyone is, and there's this sense of like, come on, Leslie, let's leave the boys to talk by themselves. Like, it's just it's just so great. And then even Uncle Bali, the guy who earlier she was having a nice pleasant conversation with, is like not even standing up for her and trying to get rid of her. Right. It's this sense of like you have no allies in this, and it's so depressing. Everyone's against you, yeah. So later that night, Bick goes to bed 
upset leslie sleeping and apologizes for name calling but says that she's not she's not apologizing for what she said because what she said was accurate i was right about the fact that you boys you know have a little club and it's a niche and women are allowed and bick is acting like a child and then he calls her mind repulsive and her idea is repulsive and he uh and i i wrote down because i'm like this whole time I'm like why the fuck are they even together like what what changed his mind from going like oh this woman who hates texas i'm gonna marry her like what happened and i realized it's the same thing as like why people take land that isn't theirs it's this sense of like i'm going to claim that and i'm going to domesticate that yeah, i'm going to change it and make it to something i want i want mm-hmm. and like so and and she keeps saying like she's like i you know I, I you knew what you were getting into you know and then also there's this great line where she's like what about what you said because after after they get married they spend their honeymoon on the train and she said he's like i love your mind i you know says all this stuff and she goes what about all this stuff you said to me on the train all those years ago after yeah. we got married and he says i thought well, we said on the train, I said in confidence. What? They are all alone. Like, what do you mean in confidence? Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, all enraptured by this idea of, like, well, whatever I said before doesn't matter, you mm-hmm. know? And then and then he keeps going, like, this is the way that my father ran it. This is my grandfather ran it. He expects his son to be able to run the ranch the way he did. Mm-hmm. And he's already putting this expectation on, on the way, you know, it goes. He even says, like, my son, not our son, not our kid. Right. Um. And uh, and then so then it's revealed that she's pregnant. They have these twins and um, twin girls, boy and girl. Oh, OK. So the boy and the girl are the same age. Got Later it. on, they have another kid. OK. Uh, and so then um, Le- Leslie visits Jet. Jet has this new place, this like new land. And he's trying to learn English and how to write and stuff. And then he strikes strikes gold. Jet? Jet. Jet doesn't know English? Jet doesn't know how to write English. Oh, OK. Jet, Jet, you know, he just speaks it, obviously, but he doesn't know how to write it. Oh, okay. I he doesn't know, know how that. to read it. Yeah. Public education was different back then. Exactly. Um, so that that happens. He strikes gold. Like literal gold? Oil. Got it. Black gold. Black gold. There you go. Uh, and then Leslie and Brick have another kid, and then they have a birthday for their oldest son, mm-hmm. and it's so great. I, you know what? This is something I never even noticed. The son and the daughter have the same birthday, but they don't throw a birthday for the daughter. They throw a birthday for the oldest son, which mm. is I find so fascinating now that I think about it. And so, because there's all this expectation on the son to like take over the ranch and yes. all this stuff. Of course, he's the boy. He's the boy. And so he gifts his son with a horse, which he makes him ride, even though his son hates the horse and is scared of it. And the son's crying on the horse. And then Leslie's like, Bick, you got to get him off the horse. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And Bick's like, I rode a horse before I could walk. And then. Uh, she's like, that's not you. That's another person entirely. And then he's like, he's going to stay on that saddle if I have to uh, tie him to it. Staple like, him to it. Yeah, yeah. So I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. You want to get that kid to learn? Someone's got to take over the ranch. You can't have these Mexicans take over the ranch. No, yeah, you can't give this. Or, or oh, God forbid, Leslie. Imagine Ooh, Leslie taking over. A woman over running ranch. ranch. Ooh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Even though Leslie's like done Valentine's it. Day cards out and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to everyone about their feelings instead of getting so work done. And so it's, it's great, too, right in this line, because he's talking about how he learned how to ride when he was a boy and all this stuff and how his father taught him how to do it, you know? And this is like, I feel like there's two types of parents who are like, this, I was raised perfectly good. I'm going to do exactly what my parents did the same mm. way, no matter what, not change it because my kid is going to be the same as me. And then there's other people who are like, my parents are pieces of shit and I didn't like this part of it, so I'm not I'm doing gonna, it at all. I'm going to improve upon it. Maybe. Exactly. And I feel like he is very much the first hand, but that's the thing. He's, he's very he's, generational, right? Yes. He's like, we're going to pass down the traditions of our family. And this is what's so brilliant is because 
if you were to look at his life, he owns land, he owns property, he owns money. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he was raised right. But then later on, after he makes a big like because he basically forces his kid to ride this horse in front of everybody and everybody's upset by this. Uncle Bali. So bad at riding. I'm so upset. Uh, they're upset by it. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. But then Uncle Bali tells Leslie, you know, Bick doesn't know any more about raising kids than his father did. And so it's revealed that like his father wasn't good either. Like this idea of like generationally he learned how to be a good person is bullshit and Bali says it straight out like he wasn't raised by a good dad and his dad probably wasn't great either like this yeah. idea of things being generationally generationally improved is not also, true uh, Lutz is no longer longer to like refute that exactly only Bali was he also didn't mention the two kids names I didn't know their names oh uh, one was named Lutz second sorry Lutz is the newest daughter the new new one the newest okay, one okay the latest yeah. one and then uh, I guess is it Ruby I think Ruby Rudy uh, it's not Rudy. I truly don't know. Uh, Judy. That's it. Oh. Rudy. Oh, and then um, the other one's Bick Jr., isn't it? The other one is Jordan, which is his Bick's real name. Mm. So, yes, he's a, it's Junior. He's a Junior. Or he's... actually, no. Bick is already a Junior, so he's the third. So, he's it's Jordan a, he's, the third. He's, as he's trying to do. He's trying to literally imprint that same character. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, after all this, Leslie's like, look, Bick, I... We need to have a separation. We need to try something different because we're at each other's necks and the kids are not getting any better. I'm going to take it back to my house in the east and we're, you know, we're going to see. We're just going to spend Thanksgiving there and my, my, my sister's getting married. So we're just going to do that. So they go to the east. But then the thing is, is like. Got it. Okay. Let's make a little more sense. There you go. But the thing is, is that she has fucking three kids to look after. And it's like, that's a lot of fucking work, you know? Like, yeah. and Good thing that's woman's work. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's, take care of a whole she's, ranch. She'll know how to do I it. I have to take care of all these Mexicans. <laughs> you got to take care of three kids. So, yeah, and that's basically your half of the movie starts with them in the East. Which is me being very confused. So I was like, <laughs> what is this wedding going on? I was like, okay, his kids are getting married. Okay, got it. <laughs> Thrown off. Don't know where, what time I'm at. I was so excited about that. <clears throat> but also, he, because you start the minute they see each other for the first time in like months uh -huh. that's them, them seeing each other because he went to the wedding okay. i don't think she even knows he's there you know yeah they did look at each other and then like kurt crying and i was like whoa okay <laughs> all right well i don't know what's going on but seems like a big deal i guess big deal yeah anyway so i guess they go home okay and yeah, go uh, back home they go back home to texas and um something about I, see i started writing just stuff down because i didn't know what was happening some right, guy right, named right. jordan says we like vinegar in our greens in texas and i'm like okay and he says welcome to, welcome to the lady who comes back no it's some other guy mm. or maybe it is oh yeah maybe it is bick yeah because yeah. bick jo jordan, jordan bick, i forgot they yeah. have the same name Bitted um that's why I know this sound because it's awful um okay so <laughs> then we got james dean that's hanging out in, on his oil rig and he finally you said he strikes gold but now he strikes super gold and it's just oil shooting out of his oil oh. rig like crazy raining down there's a whole ocean of oil under our feet pretty much it yeah yep. the whole ocean down <laughs> <Yeah>. here <laughs> and he's covered in oil and mm. so he drives up drives up to everyone hanging out on the porch and is like hey i'm joining you guys now i'm, I'm one of the now. rich guys yeah. i want another seat at this table he starts hitting on Bick's wife, which I know is his wife. I'm like, oh, okay. Leslie? Leslie, There's yeah. always been like a 
thing thing between them not like romantic i mean clearly he loves like or is attracted to her but like i don't think she she's sort of like impressed by him anyway anyway and so he starts saying stuff like wow you look real pretty now i could probably see a seat at your table and then big is like no and then punches him oh and they're like real upset about it Mm -hmm. also um uh jed has a drinking problem yes jed is drunk (laughs) he drinks a lot yeah he does um punches him because uh, he hits on someone now. He, now he walks away, and someone's like, you should have killed me, he had a chance. And he's like, yeah, now he's too rich to kill. Oh, that, some things never change in America. <laughs> uh, so he starts up uh, Jet Texas Company. Mm. And it starts, starts going after that oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. We got his daughter, Judy. is a great scene where she leaves and is like, I'm going to go down and get some Coke with uh, Bob, my, my friend Bob. She's like a little kid, closes the door, comes, opens the door again. She's much older, mm. and Bob is there. He's like, where were you guys at? Oh, I was just getting the Coke with Bob. Oh, it that's very, it was cute. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So then they start talking about what they want, and Judy, uh, Bob is, I believe, a rancher. Like, he already has experience in a ranch already, mm. uh, and Judy's dating him. They seem to be getting along well. And then you got Jordan over here, but Judy does wants to go to a specific school that the mom does not approve of Leslie hmm. while Jordan wants to go be a doctor. He does not want anything to do with the ranch. That's right. Which That's of course right. the dad does not approve of. Yes. So, uh, um, they talk to each other and the, the mom and dad, they have a nice meeting and he talked about how he wants to go to, or she wants to go to Texas tech, which is a great all schools girl or it's not an all schools girl. But she wants to become a rancher like her dad. Mm, but that's not allowed. But that's not allowed. He, she, his Leslie is very upset by that. She does not like it at all. While the dad's like, no, that's fine. If she wants to do that, it seems nice. Mm. But then she comes up with Jordan not wanting to take the, um, the ranch, the ranch over. And he's upset, super upset, and you know it's great because she, while he accepts what. She is telling him about their daughter. He says, oh, he raised a bunch of weird kids. So isn't that weird? Mm. But it's all good. But then she tells him about, or no, yeah. Leslie tells Bic about. About the son not wanting to do it. And he gets mad. And then she throws it right back at him. Like, mm. there's a bunch of couple kids, huh? Kinda yeah. Weird, anyway, um, they finally realize that they're the older generation. They don't know what they want for their kids. <laughs> um, but then his dad's like, fine you can go do school whatever but he has to come back and take care of the ranch i'm like why would you get a freaking spend eight years getting a doctorate degree and be like just yo i guess i'll ranch. just go work on a ranch it's yeah. like why even go to school he's rich he can do whatever he wants i know i guess you could just go for fun but yeah i don't think medical school is fun. fun yeah but i don't know people got their own things imagine thing. telling you're like fucking adult kid like you have to take care of this ranch i mean i I can kind of get it though. Like if you have a family business and you mm. spend so much time working on it and you're like, this is how I've brought you kids up. I have established and worked so long on this particular business, mm. you know, <laughs> and it was passed down from me, mm. you know, and you're not going to continue it. Yeah. I'm going to have to sell this, this thing I'm giving you this perfectly working property that clearly makes money, which but is doesn't something their daughter that's really want hard to? to do. It. Oh no, but here's the thing. <laughs> I'll get to that. Okay. So, um, Let's see. We got Brett. He goes to the hospital because he rear-ended someone. I realize. I realize now that the dad is now doing a cattle farm, while and refuses for um, Jet to mine on it because this is not an oil 
rig. This is a ranch. I don't want I don't want him coming over here, even though he's offering like a bunch of money. Oh man, I don't want him coming over here. This is a cattle ranch. Barry, there will be blood again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't understand it's drainage. Drainage. Dude. Like he's not going to be like much if you more. have a milkshake and I have a milkshake. Yeah, I'm draining your cattle milkshake. <laughs> Get out of here. You're all your cattle are going to have no spots on them because I took all the black out of them. Yeah. So um, we see a scene of uh, Judy making out on with Bob. While they're listening to the attack of Pearl Harbor, so you know exactly Oof. what time it is. Yeah, oh, that doesn't make more sense. Um, <laughs> so it is you know, the forties, right? Um, and uh, they go up. She's like, "I don't want to listen to this anymore," and turns it off. It just makes me sad how I'm going to lose you because he's going to get drafted. Yeah, and they go upstairs and do some stuff. Turns out it's Christmas morning, mm. so they come down. Judy and Bob just come down from, and there's this huge, big ass party with tons of people, giant tree, and they're just. While it's all down to the festivities, I'm like, oh, that's just, I feel like you'd get a lot more guff. <laughs> just having this guy just hanging out of the house, popping in. Can you yeah. imagine that? Like, like I feel like they never even really introduced him before. Like, they kind of know him a little bit. But now he's just But now there. he's like, I'm here at the party now. I'm here at the family festivities. I guess it's a big festival. Yeah, everyone's people. invited, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's this little kid named Arno. Have you met him at all? He's a little little Mexican boy who works on the farm. Oh, I yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, he, he was barely in my. He's barely in it. He's he in... could ride that horse. Oh, really? He rode the horse when uh, what's his name? The the kid, the little boy, didn't <laughs> want to ride it. Uh, Arno fucking rode that shit like it was no. There's no tomorrow. Yeah, it's like he's a great heir, right? Yeah. Well, uh, he's going in the army. Oh. And everyone's very happy for him. They're like, "You're going to serve your country. Hope you have come home safely. I give you a good blessing, uh, stuff." So. And Bob comes and is like, hey, man, tell me about the army. I want to know more about it. And, you know, uh, younger generation, very cool with this kid. Everyone else, it seems very nice and welcoming to him and his family. Right. They're pleasant. They're pleasant to him. Yeah. Um, so then dad's over here getting drunk. Bic? Uh, Bic. Mm. I call him dad. He's okay. Dad He's daddy. He's dad. <laughs> daddy Bic. Daddy's get, daddy Bic is getting drunk. <laughs> and Jordan's like, hey, you know, yeah, lay off the liquor because it's real bad for you, Dad. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're not a doctor yet. <laughs> Calm down. Don't start telling your dad what to do. If he wants to get drunk on his Christmas party, yeah, he's like, it's early. And it's like, it's Christmas. Drunk the whole time. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, um, but basically, his dad's just like, you need to really learn to take over this freaking ranch. I can't have you do it. He's like, Dad, I don't. I really don't want to do it. Literally, anyone is more qualified. I can't do it. I just don't have the skill set. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. You saw I ride the horse, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's like, fine. Hey, Bob. Come here, Bob. How's it going, Bob? He goes, brings Bob over. And basically, is like, because he's marrying, he's going to marry Judy. He's yeah. very clear. He's like, you like this ranch? He's like, yeah, I like the ranch. He's like, you want to be a ranch? He's like, yeah, I like to do that, but Roosevelt says I could be a soldier, so I'm going to join that. And he's like, God dang it. So he leaves for the army. Mm-hmm. So he can't give it to him. Can't give it to him. But regardless, it turns out that even if he did come back, Bob and Judy just want a small little place of their own. They don't, they they're don't not interested in a giant, big ranch. They want a little small place. Maybe something that they could run on their own and don't have to hire other people to do it. Or maybe something they can start up their themselves, like something they don't have to be passed down to them. You know? Yeah, that could be one of the reasons why. You yeah. know? Some you know, and it's it's very clear that when you get a little part of their own that they can get, it's not with any of daddy's money. They're a self starter. <laughs> That's true. They're a self made cattle rancher, you know? They don't need Yeah, any they help. just found that money somewhere. They just found that money somewhere. You know, they worked real hard doing all those dishes. I don't know what they would do. <laughs> What's a job in the 40s? That, I guess being, being in the army. That's probably That's a, a great a, way to that, make that's money. A big one. That, that does make, pay money. Yeah, especially in the 40s. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big you know, there was a big demand for the army in the 40s. I wonder why. I don't know what it was. <laughs> anyway, um, 
so Angel, during this whole time while they're discussing on like who does that, is just sitting sitting in the corner. Mm. Just looking sad. Uh, because wait a minute, is Arno? Arno Angel, sorry. They call him Angel and Arno. It's very No, wait. There's Angel. And I think Arno is Angel's kid, right? Oh, you might be right. Arno uh-huh. might be the boy that Leslie saved his life earlier, the baby. Oh, maybe. I think Leslie's the one that saved Arno's life. That makes sense. That makes That's sense. cool. Well, Arno's all there, and he's just looking sad. Does he overhear all this stuff? He looks sad. I'm like, man, I bet he would do a better job of running this ranch. He's, he's, he's seen every inch of the ranch. He's seen all of it. He runs a great... They keep talking about how good he is. He's clearly good enough to come into the Christmas party while yeah. no other Mexicans are there. Mm. Mm. Um, so, uh, let's see... Judy's like, I don't want this place. I'd rather. He's like, What? Would you rather have me give it back to the Comanches? And he's like, Yeah, go ahead. Do it. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, That that would be nice, actually. Go ahead and do that. Which is interesting, though, because it shows that uh, even the Mexicans stole it from the Comanches. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly people stealing this land is, back or forth. This is what I love to hear, though, right? Is like white people going, like, Well, Mexicans stole it, too. It's like, that doesn't make that it doesn't okay make for it the right. white people yeah, to steal it. <laughs> we stole it from the Spaniards. I mean, yeah, but okay. So it's cool if I steal the, the yeah. land. I didn't learn anything better from the, yeah, the thing exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. I'm not going to stop this. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, let's see. Jet shows up. He's drunk, of course. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know it's Christmas. He's like, oh, I didn't know what it is. But you know what? Christmas is a great time to talk business. <laughs> Um, and by the way, so Dutz is coming in looking like, oh, look at Jet. He's looking pretty hot. Oh. The daughter. At this point, Jet's getting pretty old. Oh. I want you to see some old-ass makeup job that don't quite work. Doesn't this guy's work. 24 years old, and he's got gray hair and everything. He's got this, like, male batter baldness. Male batter baldness? Male patterned baldness wig going on. And it's just like, okay, this is a very (laughs) slick-ass wig you got going on. Slick hair, buddy. (laughs) Anyway, so Lutz is really into Jet. Oh, he's interesting and all this stuff. But anyway, he's talking business. Mm -hmm. He's like, fine, you can drill oil in the land. It's fine. Who cares? This could take something. I'm drunk. No one seems to really want this land anyway. Might Mm -hmm. as well give it to you, Jet, so you can at least use it for some, you know, oil, oil mining. So then uh, they're having a big pool party later, and this is a great part that I think you would enjoy because they say that, I don't know what this is, the 27th tax exemption for Texas is the best thing to happen to Texas since we outed Geronimo. <laughs> the group says while partying at this pool, because at this point they're getting more rich now. They're having pools. They're having like yeah. a really nice backyard. They could have a big party because they got oil money now, baby. Mm-hmm. Cattle, not about cattle anymore. Cattle's old. We want yeah. all about that oil. We got to fucking purge the land. Exactly. But the war is happening. No. Actually, it's ending because at this Yay. point they got money. Yeah, the war is ending. Yeah. So um, Jordan comes back. I don't think he actually went in the army, but he comes back and he announces he got married to a Mexican named Juana. Oh. So he tries to tell his dad. Dad kind of ignores it because it's a big party. To be fair, he can't hear anything. <laughs> and it, then, he, then he has an announcement, just announces it in front of everyone. Like, we got married. And everyone's like, yay, that's cool. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so he then, found love. Yeah. And then uh, Bob returns home for the war, and Judy's real happy. Um and then, so everyone's coming back. And you see a shot of the newspaper that says, Angels return to the war. You're like, Angels coming. And this is my favorite part of the movie because it is a train. And it, right after seeing this big line that says, Angels coming home, there's a train and it drives by and you just see a coffin. And I'm like, Damn. All right. Fuck all right, it. movie. You got some stuff you're saying. Good shit. Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, it goes, yeah. So, oh. train comes, leaves the coffin. Now it's a funeral with 
Everyone, all, a bunch of Mexicans around being sad. And there's one white kid. He's just yawning <laughs> during the funeral. Jesus. Um, and you see Bick there, and he's just like, "Hey, you, to the to the dad, just like here's a flag of Texas. Cool." And everyone's just sad. And, Fuck you. And, you know they do the whole the whole uh, army ceremony and all that stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like mm, okay. So anyway, time passes. Now the kids have kids. There's kids everywhere. Yeah. But Jet is so big now. He's opening an airport. Whoa! He's going to open an airport. Everyone's excited. They're going to go to the big event. Do they have jets there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> jet the jet. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he branded his own jet. I think it did have his name on one of the jets. I don't I'll know. Bet. If it, I don't know. Anyway, so. Um, I'll bet Jet had a jet. Yeah, Jet the jet. <laughs> There's something going on with Judy and Jet, as I mentioned. Yes. I don't quite know what it is yet. <laughs> um, But the Benedicts. I, w- t- I want to bet on what Jet is up to oh yeah yet. you could take a take a guess <laughs> a you vibe. might get ah. it right <laughs> i bet <laughs> i will let you set your bet yet <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. Okay. <laughs> so um bick is like we're gonna go show them how we're the best we're gonna go to this this freaking airport all together as a family. Um, so they all like this big old the train and they're like, or this big, not train. They take a car, like a limo over there. Uh-huh. It's big. All these people are famous there. And um, he's looking at the parade and he's like, oh, where's Judy? Any, or not Judy. Um, I got all the names mixed up. Yeah, you did. I still, Ruby? I still did not know. Luz. Luz Junior. Luz, Luz is there. And Luz is the queen of the parade. Ooh. And she's like, what the hell? Why is she there? It's so just, wait, Luz is the one that's so betrayed. With Jet. Yes. Judy's with Bob. Oh, this was very confusing for me. Think about that. Luz was the one that liked Jet uh-huh. earlier. Yep. He's, she's old the one. Luz. Yeah, but o- Luz. Old Luz. Luz is in love with Jet. Um, but anyway, so... Yeah, but at this point, I still thought they were all the same character. So it was very confusing. <laughs> I was just like, one daughter, one guy. That's it. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's two different ones. I never guess I never saw them in the same room. Yeah. Hmm, weird. Maybe maybe they played both. What, what actor played no, both the characters? I don't think they did. That'd be pretty funny, <laughs> There's though. There's awkward split screen yeah. where they sing Let's Get Together. Oh, man. <laughs> awkward split scene, and the contrast is different in both Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a quick parade. Obviously, Bick is upset. Then she goes to the hotel that he opened with Jet. Let's a jet just go on like a little quiet date. It's just empty. Just servers waiting in the back. Just dark room. Talking to the jet. And jet's like, I can get you anything you want. She's like, oh, I, I, I just want a, a, a Coke. He's like, ugh, I can't do that. This is a Pepsi joint. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. I wish oh, he did. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> no, he doesn't say it. He just says he can't do it. And then he comes on to her and she rejects him. Oh. Because he's clearly... Old, old, drunk, and it's weird. <laughs> weird vibes, weird family stuff. Especially yeah. the man, your dad's so much into uh, that. Clearly, guy. does not like him. Yeah. Um. So now we go to a, no, more time passes, mm. and there's another event for Jet just holding for himself. Mm. I looked it up because I thought I missed what the event was. It was literally for just for himself, just love a celebration it. of him. I love this. I like that Jet. Has now become just a complete asshole. Like he has become the worst rich person. Yeah, which kind of makes me question the message of the movie a little bit mm. because it kind of it starts painting Bick as a good rich person. Really? After a little while, like if I didn't if I didn't know all the stuff beforehand that you told me, mm. I would think 
clearly he's becoming a much better person and he just rich people just have to change oh so like if you give a poor person money this is what happens but if rich people generation kyle i'm thinking like if you have a bad problem and someone just stumbles on the wealth oh man maybe it's bad Mm. that's what i'm thinking if someone just well stumbles onto it as opposed to someone who's been handed down and raised it or whatever what if it's this thing because jet's always said that he cares about he puts work over money any day like he he because he had the ability to get money from that's true Bic, and he took it he didn't want it he wanted the work the land to work the land mm-hmm. to get the money so maybe this is less the thing of like because it's also implied that he comes from somewhat wealth like his parents were wealthy mm-hmm. at one point i think it's more of the thing of like if you have this deep desire to work and to earn your money and then you fall into it you're going to be miserable Yes, I think that is also one of the messages. Yeah. It is also trying to say. Yeah, I really um, hope it's not the other one. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the thing. Is since the movie's old, you can interpret it either way, and you yeah. definitely, I definitely could see people being like, "Bick's the best guy ever." I'm worried about that at the end. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, she goes. So, yes, Jordan comes with his um wife. I'm trying to remember her Leslie. name. Leslie. No, 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 no. Bick. His wife? No, Jordan. Jordan's, Jordan's wife. wife. Uh, uh, da, 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 I wrote it down. Juana. Juana. Yeah. Juana's here. And they get off of a plane to arrive and show up, and Juana's almost not allowed because someone just goes, no one, no entrada, like, does not oh. want her to come in. He's like, it's my wife. Come in. Let me in. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do my job. You know, uh, Jet would be real upset if uh, she, you know, if we'd have let the wrong people in. Uh, so she goes, and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm really tired. It's been a long trip. I'm going to go and go to the beauty parlor. And so using her name, I'm Miss Benedict. They're like, oh, yes, we have an appointment for you. That's so fucked she up. She arrives. And again, it's the idea of ownership and name taking precedent over exactly. people. So, Fucking Christ, dude. Um, yeah, so she he goes in, and of course they're like, oh, we don't have a spot for you. And she's like, I'm Mrs. Benedict. I made an appointment earlier. And they're like, mm. No, we're all busy today. Sorry, we're closing. And then a white person walks in and is just like, Come oh, you guys in. you guys enough time? It's like, oh, yeah, we have enough time. Come on in. And then she calls. She's like, what the fuck? So she calls Jordan up. And um, Jordan's like, what? And comes down and is like, why won't you Why won't you do service for my wife? Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, it's strict order from Jet. It's Jet's rules, not mine. I'm just following orders. Uh, Jet says, yeah, we, we need to, we can't do. Uh, and he's just like, oh. Really, and so he throws a glass at, uh, throws like a vase at Jet Jet's like logo. He has a logo now, it's like oh, JB yeah. or something like that. And yeah. he throws it and smashes it. It's so pissed, everyone's like freaked out. I was like, oh my god. So Jordan is pissed. <laughs> it's not like a, for you know saying words like that. Yeah, and you know for using d- racial slurs, raising racial slurs and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my god, and so. He goes and what does he do now? So Lutz is finally arrived at the party. He's like, Oh, where's my man? I want to talk to I want to talk to Jet. I want to go talk to him, meet mm-hmm. him. So Jet's gonna go speak at this thing in this big giant hall. And everyone's seated. Um, even uh Bick has a spot at the table, this honor table at the very front. Mm-hmm. So they're all waiting for Jet to come out and speak. And while Jet is tanked, he is really wasted. <laughs> and so he starts walking up. And the music's playing. It's all fancy. And then Jordan walks in with his wife. And he's like, wait here, honey. And he just starts going towards him. And it just meets in the middle, like halfway between he gets to the front. He says, hey, you, why did you invite me here just to disrespect me and my family? And he's like, oh, 
you're the one who married uh I don't remember this racial slur. I didn't even understand it. Married <laughs> married a bad, bad Mexican term. <laughs> Ain't you help aren't you happy? And then he's like, Oh, I'm gonna you put him up. Put him up, Jet. Yeah, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. And you Jet's like, mm, nah. And then he gets the two bodyguards to hold Jordan and he just starts wailing on him. Jet starts wailing on him in front of everyone. <laughs> This is the entire. This is like a huge crowded area with everyone watching. Yeah, whales on him, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna go back up since you guys speak. Oh my god! And Bicca's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I'm not gonna have this happen. Yeah. I'm not gonna have this happen. So he confronts Jet and brings Jet into a side room because Jet's like really wasting. And Jet's like, um, Jet's just wasted. And he's like, why did you do that? Why would you? How would you dare dishonor me? Mm. And he's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Why, don't, why don't you stick him up, Jet? Jet's like, nah, I guess I kind of can. He barely does it. And Bix's like, you're not even worth punching. Yeah. You're not even worth doing any of this. So before he leaves, he just grabs a wine bottle and chucks it at like a huge line of, it's like the scene in the mummy world. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the, the library uh, books or library stacks fall over. It's the exact same thing, but right. with alcohol, hard alcohol. And like dominoes? Like dominoes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I only think in mummy terms. Thank you. I mean, I don't blame you. (laughs) And Jet doesn't care. He just takes a swig. Because money doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter. All this stuff doesn't matter. He just drinks a little and then waltzes up to the front and then basically is going to give a speech. Like, he's here. Give a speech. And he just passes out on the table. Fuck. Um, Remind me a lot of that scene in A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper. Where he pees himself himself. Like, very much public embarrassment. Same sort of cringe. Right. Um, Anyway, so the... The Benedicts get out of there. They grab everyone and leave, and they start mm. talking to each other about what just the events that just transpired. Mm. And uh, Dad's like, "Well, when you and Jordan, you know, when you and Juana got married, I told you you were asking for trouble. You know, I told you it was going to be hard because it's just going to be different with her around. Mm. Um, and you know, it's just not going to be fair. And his son is like, "You only confronted Jet not because of like." Because it was wrong of him because to do that wrong. to my he wife. He only did it because it embarrassed you that I got beat up in front of everyone. And yeah. I'm your son. Yeah. He's like, that's not true. It's true. It's, it's obvious. <laughs> it's <yeah>. very true. <laughs> no one really disputes it. Yeah. And then Lutz comes in. It's like, why did you punch him? Like, why did you, Daddy, why did you punch that guy? I like him. And everyone's like, dude, that guy sucks. <laughs> Jet sucks. And he's like, I want to go see him. Can you tell him? So he calls up. He's like, where is he? And the uncle comes in and is like, He's uh, dead. No. <laughs> Uncle is like, I could show you where he is. I know exactly where he is. Come with me, ma'am. So they go downstairs and you see Lutz poke her head in through the door and it's just a completely empty room that we saw before. Mm-hmm. And he's still passed out on the table. And all the servants are there like, should we clean up? And they're like, no, no, no. It's his own damn place. Let him do what he wants in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just stands up and then starts giving the speech to like the <laughs> Just drunk people. I always see this in movies. I don't know. I've, I don't know if alcohol does this. I guess if you've gotten like, if you're really, really that really drunk, really drunk, and yeah. also your brain probably has like years and years of alcohol poisoning, mm-hmm. you start talking to like chairs and stuff, and they start saying like, "I wish I had someone like Miss Benedict," and she kind of thinks it's cute, but that is also like, "This is depressing. Why do I even like this guy?" And yeah. So let's let's bails out this drunken speech. So then they all leave. I don't know where Jordan goes. I literally went around and was like, where'd Jordan go? <laughs> Everyone leaves. So you got um, Lutz, uh, Juana, and Leslie, and Bick all in a car. And they're driving home. I'm like, wow, 
let's let's stop for some old Texas food, shall we? <laughs> Nearby on the way home. Tired of all this fancy stuff. Let's have toss there. Let's go to uh, this place called like Kirk's Diner or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarge's Diner, I think, I think, or something like that. So they go there. Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> much. And of course, because uh, uh, Wanda's there, everyone gives her a bad look. Mm-hmm. Like, what is she doing here? And, uh, you know, her and a kid. And she's like, oh, what do you, they're like, what do you want, Wanda? And Wanda's like, oh, I think my, little, my son wants like ice cream. And the, the waiter goes away and the cook comes out, clearly the owner, and is like, are you sure he doesn't want a tamale? I'm like, good lord. <laughs> Sometimes I look at racism, but you guys are like the least clever. <laughs> like, yeah, they're dumb. I know. They're, they're, it makes sense. Bigoted. But it's just like, God. <laughs> oh, those are tamale. <laughs> clever. Same, you couldn't even figure out like a Mexican dessert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It's just like food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tamale. <laughs> Flan. Do you want a chihuahua? <laughs> Just whatever, yeah, whatever sounds Spanish. <laughs> Tacos, mesas, anything. A hamburger. <laughs> Abuelita. I don't know. Oh, God. So, so she obviously doesn't she want that. So obviously he's just like, they just kind of ignore it. Mm-hmm. Then, and yeah. Vic gives a side eye, like, what the fuck? That's weird. Mm. This is my family. This is someone part of my dynasty now. Yeah. Part of my dynasty. So it's a little bit different now that yeah. my grandchild, you know, is in part of this now. Mm-hmm. So uh, a old Mexican family comes in, all older people, and they just sit down. And, of course, the coach is just like, what the fuck? How dare they get in here? And it's just like, hey, you guys got to get out of here. And he's like, but I got money. Like, they don't speak English very well. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I got money. He's like, your money's no good here. Get out. And Bick stands up and is like, hey, what are you doing over there? Are you doing something bad? He's like, oh, you know, listen here, guy. I don't want these guys eating here anymore. And he's just like, well, I'm a Benedict. That name meant something around here. He's like, who? Sure, whatever. <laughs> is that kid? Is that, is that Mexican kid over there? Is he a Benedict? He's like. Uh, yeah, actually he is. Now I think about it, because I'm pretty sure his name Jordan as well. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, he still, regardless, shares the last name Benedict. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I, we're going to have to fight in here. So they have this long fight scene of oh, them punching each other. That's and goofy. It is goofy. Slowly but surely, I'm losing faith in this movie. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's hard if it's in the right place for the 50s. Yeah. But anyway, so they have a long fight. Bick gets the shit kicked out because this guy's huge. This is a guy named It also Sarge. picks an old man. Yeah, he's old now. He's gray. He's yeah. definitely in his 50s. Um, and so he gets the crap kicked out of him. And... Uh, literally it's so goofy falls into a a bunch of plates and um the owner just throws a sign on and says we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone i'm like okay we get it (laughs) it was also on the like many shots in the movie yeah sign very clearly there subtle um but I guess that's for people who maybe got through this three-hour movie and didn't understand. They're like, okay, just in case. <laughs> well, at this point, people's eyes are getting tired. I know. <laughs> yeah, they can't see everything in the background. Yeah, yeah. They're too busy focusing on Bic. So, let's see. Okay. So, he's at home nursing himself. And his wife's there, Leslie. And Leslie gets a phone call and starts talking about, like, what happened to all the kids. Luds went to Hollywood with her friend. Judy and Bob are looking for a small ranch. 
and um jordan is looking to and jordan and um uh his wife are going to move somewhere else mm. I, it wasn't clear where it was Bienacito, I believe, but I looked that up and I couldn't find it as a real place. So I don't know if that's like a ranch somewhere. I, don't know. I, I think that's actually the location that a lot of the Mexicans originally were living. Oh, okay. So that's the other place. I must have been made up, I guess. I think it was movie. I think it was made up because I looked movie. it up and I was like, I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Which actually, it, just, it seems cool that, that clearly that area's improved. You know, has like, it clearly, or are they just well? The like, fact that they're moving there, right? Like, I mean, because originally it was literally like shacks. Like it was. Maybe, or maybe it's just like, she's just like, I don't feel safe with these white people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Move there. I don't know. Either way. So, um, he's like, well, it's been a lot. All the kids are leaving. You want to go home back to the east side and maybe I'll give up this whole ranch thing. She's like, no, no, I'm Texas now. Mm-hmm. I now belong here and live here. Um, and then. My own grandson don't even look like one of us, honey. So help me. He looks like a little whip pack. Jordan. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he does that, and it's just like, I can't believe it. But I gotta, sometimes I just gotta be honest, grandson, as the grandson's literally looking at him. I'm like, sometimes I just gotta tell you how you look. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Cool, dad. No, you don't. He mentions how all the youth just have it more figured out than him, which I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's that's a good message. And there's like, even like a baby cow and a baby sheep yelling at him about Mm. how he's wrong. Yeah. And um, he's like, you know, Leslie, I feel like a failure. Nothing turned out as I planned. My son doesn't even look like me, or my grandson doesn't even look like us anymore. You're really stuck up on that, aren't you, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) But she's like, you know what? When you were fighting and crashed into a bunch of dishes, for the first time ever, I found I saw you as a hero in my eyes. For the first time ever. That's pretty much what she said. Like, you're finally a hero, and I think everything is right. All this time, yeah. All this time. He looks at her and says... If I live to be 90, I'll never be able to figure you out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wife of mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then Wife. the movie ends. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not a great ending. <laughs> Not, no, it, it really kind of lost its, it lost, I felt like they had that great shot of um, Jet talking drunk and just like, he has so much money, but nobody cares about him because he's just drunk and just lets, everyone just lets him do his own thing, but yeah. nobody like relies on him or anything. Right. They have that great shot and they're like, I don't know how on this movie. I don't know, I don't know really what we want everyone to learn. We kind of got the lesson, I guess. I, Maybe we want Bick to stand up for like injustice for one. I will say this. I'll give the movie this. At least it wasn't the greed book ending where it's like, hey, I'm not a racist anymore. It's you know what? That's a good point. He and, still calls his grandson racial slurs. Yeah. I mean honestly like that's a pretty realistic way of ending the movie. Like you know, like that's how it works. Sometimes people stand up for things and then they're just like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't, I haven't really learned anything, yeah. you know? Like, I, I'm not going to. a good point. Like, it's, it's almost like performative mm-hmm. racism just to make you feel better because you're seeing it in front of you as opposed to going to that, uh, whatever the other city was, the, the Shambles Shack City. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Were, that was right by, you know, that's close to your property still. It's still your community. Mm-hmm. But when that stuff, gets in front of your face, then it becomes an issue. It becomes an issue. Yeah, like, yeah, because he was like, they stay there, we stay over here, yeah. and that's it. And I think that's how most racist parts of our country kind of are. There's obviously people who are super racist, even if they yeah. see people clearly doing the racism. Yeah. Um, but most people would probably stand up and be like, what the hell is this? This is really bad. I think also just bigotry comes from a place of just not understanding. Like, exactly. I think... Like, you just don't know that place exists. Like, I know people, like, 
I know like older people who are like they didn't like gay people or whatever, and then they met a gay person or like their kid came out as gay or whatever. Yeah, and it's just like oh, I accept this now because it's somebody that I love loves this thing. You know, my theory is that LGBT rights have advanced a lot farther than like racial and racial injustices mm. because you got sleeper agents, man. <laughs> You got, you got the little, you got the kids that just suddenly are like, "Mom, Dad, I'm gay. You gotta love me." And they're like, "Shit! <laughs> well, this is my kid. I've known them since they've grown up. Here's what am I gonna? Oh my god! All my, all my biases. Oh, of course, obviously, it doesn't happen all the time. But like right. most people, or even just even like, people who are in the moderate, maybe even like a little bit conservative, might be like, "Oh, well, this is still my son. Right? You know, obviously, there's I, horrible my mind stories. is open now because yes. I know these this person. I mean, right? That's the other option is like you were taken, yes. you're kicked out of my house, but and I, I'll never see. You I again. feel like a majority majority of people maybe freak I, out. And then come I back. wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I, I clearly know. don't know. I'm not going to talk out my ass and say most or less. Yeah, but I fair. will say that I have I have I know experiences of people opening their minds, mostly probably because they started from a place of like just like dumb like bigotry, but yes. not like complete like exactly. horrid Nazism. And then they were just like, okay, I guess I'm willing. But again, I, I like this because it isn't the green book ending of like, I hated black people and now I yeah. love black yeah, people. Yeah, this guy, he was always just kind of like middle ground yeah. kind of like racist but not like uber racist not well, like literally what i mean is is like he wasn't even he didn't even become like all mexicans are great people he was just like i know a couple good mexicans yeah you know the ones and it's my like, family are cool and, <laughs> for what a weird way to end a movie like, yeah what a weird way of going like well i guess we learned something today some mexicans are good like, but almost that kind of shows how maybe because of the length of the movie as you're, you're Talking about how the length of this movie is so necessary. How far? How long yeah. it took. He's like, what, three decades, four decades have passed, three, yeah. four decades have passed. And he's finally now just being like, huh, racism's kind of bad, but I'm still going to say the slurs. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of how like grandpas are, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. I kind of, I almost kind of respect it, mm-hmm. but I will say that I do think that it sort of like lost its footing near the end. It kind of, it kind of got muddy. Yeah. It got a little muddy where it's like, don't worry, that main character you've been following, I, I almost wanted this as an audience, like last minute change. Mm. That main character you've been following, still kind of bad, but yeah. he's going to have a good thing where he's going to go into a place without, why, where's Jordan? I don't understand where Jordan was. Why didn't he go back with the family? Why would you send your wife and child together just to be with, oh, I guess maybe he was looking to move? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like a very half-assed ending where yeah. they're just like, we don't have that Jordan actor anymore. I'm almost we, don't have, of, we don't have Dennis Hopper. Yeah, he's off doing something different. Yeah, he's hopped right off now. to a different thing. I, I'm almost kind of curious to read the book. Like, I wonder if that's how the book ends. Like, I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm, but, I mean, I love these characters so much that I kind of want to read the book. Like, kind of curious about, like, I want to spend a little more time with them. So you, you know? watched the beginning of the movie twice. Do you want to watch the end of it? Yeah. Okay. I do. I mean, because I like a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I liked, I liked all of the... the Okay, I guess I can't say all, but I, of the three main characters, I love their performances. So I'd mm-hmm. love to see more of like Rock Hudson. And yeah, yeah. Obviously, the James main Dean, three are really great. James Dean died a week after filming this movie. Like, that's so wild. I know, isn't it crazy? That's like, so wild. that's nuts. the movie came out like a year after he died, I believe. Too. I think probably because of like mixing and editing yeah, and, and stuff like stuff. that. Um, another thing that I wanted to bring up too is Rock Hudson was a gay man. He was a closeted gay man hmm. most of his life. And then uh, during the AIDS epidemic, I think he caught it or something. And he was one of the people. And then Elizabeth Taylor was a good friend of Rock. 
Hudson knew about like this part of his life because they became friends during filming. And she was one of the few people later in life to be like, hey, Rock Hudson's a good guy, you know, and all that was because of this movie because mm-hmm. they worked together. And I, I kind of find like we, we brought up like what it was what sometimes what it's like the sleeper agent thing, like you said. <laughs> and I, I think that's an interesting thing of like Rock Hudson is playing this like horrible bigot who in the end learns the 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 weakest of lessons yeah and i wonder if that comes from his own personal experience of like interacting with other bigots you know in his life and seeing how close-minded people can be yeah i wonder if he brought that to the role that could be true that could be true i don't know I don't know what he, you can't tell his life experience. I don't know his I life experience, know. but that's a good, that's a good read. Because uh, it's it's interesting because he doesn't really play he doesn't p- play Bick with a lot of sympathy, but he also doesn't play him. There's one part where I thought he was gonna fucking like hit Elizabeth Taylor. Like I thought he was gonna get all up in arms, but he plays Bick as this sort of like sad baby rather than this big monster, which I find mm-hmm. very it's an interesting sort of read on the character. You know, yeah, like he's not this beast who hits things well, and like, pushes shit yeah when he actually does get into a fight he gets his ass kicked yeah like he's not a strong guy he's no. clearly this very weak person so but it's he's sort of he's very strong voiced he definitely yeah. likes to say his he yells stuff. and he's tall he's still yeah tall. he's imposing physically yeah. but he actually doesn't do much physically in the movie that's yeah. you know so i, I don't know i kind of I, I i wonder if he brought something to the role because of that um, yeah but yeah i don't know i i, I kind of want to i do kind of want to and also like we said before looks gorgeous the movie's very it's well very shot. well shot so, very pretty yeah um just need to fix that sound mixing and <laughs> fix that fix that uh uh the way the film looks yeah you need to we need it's a definitely a criterion old. fucking put a uh, like know, version of this weird. out maybe the name the prints are lost or something i don't, I know. don't know it is pretty old yeah it, and it's i mean it's a relatively well-known movie i think like it being it james dean's last role and it having yeah. rock hudson and elizabeth taylor so uh but i mean yeah i'd still love to see this criterion collection it seems version. prime for criterion it's very long it's, <laughs> And there's old. probably a lot of yes, and there's probably a lot of like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it'd be in very well. interesting to go. I I I came around this movie a little bit when talking we were talking about, about it. it. Yeah, I still think it's fundamentally does not age all that well, but it is mm-hmm. very interesting to see this type of take from the, from the 50s. mid fifties. Yeah, yeah, early fifties. Yeah, around that. So I think that's interesting. Like I was worried. I had been told about this movie in advance, and I was worried that it was going to be a thing of like, oh, this is going to be. Wow, wasn't Texas great? Rough and tumble. I thought it was gonna be that, and too. it wasn't that at all. And I was very impressed by that. Yeah, I was very. <laughs> that's the best outcome we could hope. For. Honestly, could you imagine watching three hours of uh, Texas straight, was a different place? This is the best, but it's just like yeah. That's the thing, though. Is I feel like you could also come away from the movie still thinking that. I clearly, I think there's a, probably a lot of like, people that yeah. do. Oh yeah, yeah. I think especially the '50s is probably why it did so well. And I think that's just the type of filmmaking that even goes on now today. Obviously. Oh yeah. Uh, where you got someone Joker. who's kind of a bad yeah, <laughs> you got someone who's kind of a bad person. You can't really tell they're they're because they're the protagonist. Yeah, people just assume that the person you're supposed to root, you root for. You root for them, ergo you want to be on their side. Who do you want time. to root for in this? I guess it's Leslie, right? Yeah, Leslie's the best character best. in the movie. She, man, she's in uh, she's in it quite a bit in my movie. Yeah, He's, she's like the main character in my half. Yeah, the thing that I will say is the weakest in my half as well, mostly is there is this sort of thing of like Texas is its own country and the people in the East are a little bit more refined. Like she has like, you know, black servants that like work in her house and that's never dealt with. Like that's <laughs> never talked about. And it's this sort of thing of like, oh, in the East people have really figured out the whole racial divide. And it's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like there's this sort of like 
hatred like, there's the, there's this like magnifying glass of like what it was like for a mexican living you know in 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 texas at the time which i'm really glad it put the magnifying glass towards that but i'm also like this really should have been a thing of like hey maybe we should also look towards the east and this these people who are like well we're not as bad as those people in texas and how they treat mexicans right my black servant who yeah doesn't have i think a single line maybe i think he has two lines in the film you, you know? like your pay right right oh your where do you great. live where do you yeah where you do know? You live? i don't know so uh yeah i i feel like that's probably the weakest part of my half and it's it's a shame because it's a missed opportunity it could have been a cool i think because the- i almost feel like it's okay that it's not addressed mm. just because it just paints leslie's character and i think it's just more of a character yeah uh moment more so than like we're gonna resolve this plot because they never even go back like there's not even there's no opportunity to and where the story goes well, i guess i guess this is sort of idea of because i the way that this should that these are like my closing thoughts is yeah. The way I view this movie, it's not about characters. It's really a story about America and particularly Texas in this of this idea of like, this is how generational wealth works. This is how wealth affects people, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It's really a story about the country of Texas, but it's also it could easily be like connected to other parts of the yeah, country. Yeah, very know? much so. It could be connected to like, well, what about Leslie's family? What about how they've treated, you know, black people? And yeah, that's How true. far back does that go? Not very far back, you know? There's so, plantations over on the, yeah. the East Coast. Like, they're living on what looks like a plantation home, you know? Probably are. Uh, so it's, I, and that's, right, so like, I feel like that like, I guarantee Leslie's family owns slaves. Oh, that way if you definitely. track it back. Definitely. And yeah. I feel like it's, I mean, obviously the movie's got so much already in it. Maybe the book touches on this, but I feel like if this was a miniseries, if I were to if I were to adapt this into a miniseries, I would love to touch a little bit on that of like, yeah. hey, Leslie, you're not so much better than the people in Texas and, and the country isn't either. You also got to think that they had to edit some parts. Of yeah, this movie. they really they couldn't have left. I everything know they, in they there. could put everything in this movie already <laughs> exponentially long. <laughs> it is ridiculous how long this movie is. And yeah. I do see your argument for watching it that long, but I also think it's going to turn off most people oh, from I mean, watching it now. That's why I wanted to watch it for this podcast. I know. It's because I would never sit down and watch a three-hour movie. I'd rather sit down and watch a one-and-a-half-hour movie. Or I would rather sit down and watch four episodes of a miniseries. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. fit perfectly into that. Break it up. Break it up. I feel like there's great chapters. Well, especially there. a three-hour-long movie that maybe tackles racial issues in the yeah. in in Texas that was made in the '50s. I'm not sure I want to watch a movie about that unless I know for sure that it's actually going to be worth my time. And I think it is. I think yeah. I think this movie's actually pretty all right. Yeah. I, I turned around on. I would say, if you want to kill three hours <laughs> and thirty minutes, there are worse ways you could do yeah, it. Yeah, there are. It, it's it's very pretty. Yes. There's great acting in it, great performances. Good writing. A lot of good dialogue. Yeah. Um, but you know, go on the caveat that it is it is a fairly progressive movie for the time. For the very much for the time. For the time. And I, I'm kind of I mean, yeah, I'm like I wonder if we were to make something like this recently, if how it would look. You I know? would love if they made a broke this up into a mini series and then each generation they had different actors come in. <sighs> Or the same, and it could like, be the same. Yeah, and you and could it, age them up digitally. Yeah, you could age them up digitally. But I think it would also be cool to have just different actors. That would be that would look too. similar, or even just doesn't even matter. Yeah, that yeah. would be a cool, that'd be cool, hipper way to do it. Because I, I, I think, like, like I said before, I think the fact that you're with these characters for three hours, you get the sense of like how quickly time goes, and, yeah. and how short this plot of land is. You know, that's true. So, but yeah, I liked it. I'd recommend it. It's on uh, HBO Max. Watch it. I think it's also on Amazon. 
Amazon as well? I think it's on Amazon. Well, there you go. So, so I Googled it and was like, oh, I could watch it here, but I already started watching it on HBO Max. So I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you already know the plot, but you're not getting nearly most You're not of getting the so deal. We skipped it. so much. We did. We had to. Uh, if you guys want to hear more about it, though, you can email us at email at com, and I'll write a big, old, long email for you. Also, if you want to listen to our previous episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it takes us three and a half hours long to read it. Uh, and uh, if you want to find us online, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. Perfect. Yes. All right. Well. How, uh, how long was that episode? We're not over yet. It's well, I know. We're one minute, 20, 120 right now. 120? That's about, about as long as the movie we watched. About. All right. Well, we could probably drag this out a little longer. Yeah, it's a little longer. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to really address something we mentioned earlier that might be a little problematic, maybe, so we make sure that we... Good night, everybody! <laughs>